Hello and welcome to Beer Breath Podcast. Um, on today's episode, just Chef Sam and I are going to do a little NBA wrap-up, talk about their celebration. The Raptors obviously won. We'll do... We actually do have a beer for you this Wednesday cast. feel like we've been slacking lately. Um, maybe got called out a little bit, but um, we got a beer. We're going to talk a little bit about the U.S. Open just wrapped up this last weekend. Um, local Kansan was, came out victorious in that one, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, other than that, I think we're just going to see where it goes because uh, – it's about all we have. It's just the two of us again. So just the two of us were scrounging for stuff. So, um, yeah, no Kurt. So get ready for it. Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room floor. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer bread podcast. All right, we'll jump right into the beer. I didn't forget it this time. Seems like I always do, but um, <laughs> this is called Luponic Distortion IPA Series Number Twelve um, from Firestone Walker Brewing Company in Paso Robles, Ooh. California. Impressive. What um, is it? A green can? Is it now? Mine. Mine's like charcoal color kind of charcoal no green okay i'm looking up number i have luponic distortion revolution number one so that's not even it oh it's revolution i don't think so mine's 12 okay ipa 12 all right yeah it says it's got hints of tangerine strawberry gummy whatever that means and honeydew which (laughs) doesn't set it off like it's going to be very (laughs) appetizing (laughs) with that combination of three things in a beer but uh, let me give it a whiff, I guess. Classic Dom whiff. It smells very fruity. Five niner though. So really, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, it smells fruity, hoppy. So here we go. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> First taste, I don't taste any tangerine, strawberry gummy, or honeydew, which but... is probably a good thing, though, right? You don't want too yeah. much strawberry. No, I don't taste any strawberry. I don't know. I don't know. When they put stuff on there, it sets your expectations. Like, you're going to taste that. Right. Like, that, that Shiner lemon one we had that didn't taste like lemon at all. Right, right. Like, it just, like, it, I don't know. It plays mind games with me. <clears throat> and those that one you liked, but it just, it wasn't an actual lemon. No, it didn't taste like lemon at all. Um, let's look at some other specs on here. Uh, it's 5.9% alcohol. I don't, I was looking earlier. I don't see the IBUs, but I'm assuming it's pretty high on that scale. Yeah, I don't, I'm, it is pre- I'm not seeing it's pretty hoppy. It's a uh, three, eight, five out of five on beer advocates. So some pretty good scores on it. Um, a lot of people just say light notes of that stuff. It's like, you can't even really tell that it has the, the fruitiness. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get any. I mean, I know hops are supposed to be fruity-ish, but I don't really get it. But did you say it was a light, lighter body? What does it pour? How does it pour? 
I don't have a cup. I forgot wow. to grab one. <laughs> just <but> pour, <laughs> just uh, pour it on pour your head. Pour some in my hand. Pour it on your head. <laughs> on my head. <laughs> see, uh, see what it looks like once I pour it on my head. That's right. Yeah, I'm guessing it would be a lighter pour, though. Yeah. I mean, most IPAs are. They're just kind of cloudy sometimes. Right. But, yeah. First initial reaction, just about like every other IPA I have, is that... Uh, it's just all right. So, <laughs> on uh, so I was I was out to eat this weekend, and speaking of which, I'm just drinking a blue Powerade, obviously. Powerade. Blue this time. Blue. You switch back and forth weeks usually. Yeah, blue Powerade zero. Um, but I was at I was out to eat and ordered a Miller Light just because I don't know I've been drinking Miller Light. I we drink Coors Light a lot, but you know, I'll I'll get a Miller, you know, quite a bit too. Order a Miller, and she brings me. It's in a mug, right? And it's mm-hmm. it's one of those where you go to the bar, and like the it's a smaller place, so like she she's the waitress, and she just goes to the bar and just like grab put in the order, and then comes back and grabs it. So she um, brings it back, and it was like it was a little darker. I'm like, it's a hundred percent not a Miller Light, like at all. <laughs> <laughs> so so I started drinking it, and I was like, ah, oh, this is definitely a, a anti hero, revolution anti hero, which is just a like like you're talking about run of the mill IPA it's good i mean it's fine but mm-hmm. i um i actually just drank it the whole time and then uh so this guy behind me uh, about 20 minutes later i'm like i wonder where my miller light is cuz i didn't want to be like oh this is a you know beer it's like whatever dude i got to be right like <laughs> after you drank 3 quarters of it well no like- no i just meant like <laughs> i had like a couple of sips and i was like ah this is definitely the uh revolution so but I didn't really care because it's good and it costs more than my Miller would. Yeah, um, I was going to say it was definitely more expensive. Right. And and I still liked it. And, you know, I was only going to have one or two. So might as well have that anyways. And uh, about like 10 minutes later, I hear the table behind me. Guy drinks it and uh, he gets the waitress over there. He's like, yeah, I, um, uh, this is like a Miller Lite or something. And she's like, oh, wh- oh what'd you order? He's like, uh, the anti-hero. And she's like, oh, okay. He's like, nah, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> so you both had each other's beers. <laughs> yeah, we had each other's beers. And the guy was like kind of salty about it. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know which would be a worse surprise, ordering the IPA and getting a Miller Lite or ordering a Miller Lite and getting an IPA. Uh, def- but I guess definitely you- the IPA, because if you're ordering an IPA, you're kind of in the mood for one. Because, True, because yeah. or I mean, it depends what kind of kind of night, what time of the night too. Like if you guys were at your bachelor party and it was, you know, twelve drinks in, and you just wanted a light beer, and they give you a an IPA, you're like, oh man, I didn't really want this. <laughs> no point. For this. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it kind of depends, but um, that's impressive. You distinguished your taste to where you knew what IPA it was. Though. <clears throat> well, okay. <laughs> I didn't lead this correctly. I didn't know it was that they only had one <laughs> IPA on tap. So okay. she, I asked what the beers were. So I asked what the beers were on tap. It's like, what are the beers on tap? And I can read the menu, but it says like season are like other local seasonal beers. And she starts reading them off. She's like, well, we got Miller Lite, Amstel Lite, like all these. I'm like, yeah, I know those. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, those are easy to read. Those are easy to read. I'm going for the one that just says like it literally just says like a category. It doesn't give me the name of the beers. And she gets through them all. She's gone through like seven. I'm waiting for the last one. And then she's like, I was like, oh, and then there's like a seasonal. She's like, oh, yeah. And then we got Revolution. uh anti-hero ip it's an ipa or whatever she said and then 
I was like, all right, well, <laughs> got a Miller Lite, but ended up with that one anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, I I don't think that's ever happened to me where I got a beer switched up like that. Yeah, honestly. it's it is kind of which it, it seems kind of crazy that it doesn't happen more often. Right, it is kind of rare. But I I thought you were being sarcastic saying that I can distinguish between a Miller Lite and an IPA. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> <laughs> because like I'll, I will say if I let's say you order a. Um, maybe not an IPA, but something other craft, and you get that, I might not notice, to be honest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, if it was like, yes, especially like the places that have a bunch of different stuff. Like if you get a brown ale or something like that. Like Little Apple. Yeah. 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 You probably wouldn't be able to. No, no. So so I thought you were being a dick, but like, oh, way to notice (laughs) between a Miller Lite. I was, I I will say though, I was kind of proud of myself. I was like, yeah, this is definitely not a Miller Lite. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, the more I drink this, I kind of, the last drink I had, I got some strawberry. So maybe it's in layers in the can or something. And I was on the top layer. Who knows? Yeah. Also, don't know if this was the one. I just came over here, and Kurt said there was a new IPA in the fridge. So I think this is the one he is talking about, but I'm not really sure. What's What's what? wild about it is it says brewed once, like availability limited, brewed once. So that's why this is number twelve. Yeah, something. So it, there's it, probably a million series. Yeah, whatever. it's like how we had the KC beer one. Uh, I'm not sure if you were on or if it was just Kurt, but they had a, a bunch of different types of hops, and there was like number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, all the way to twenty. So this one is probably something like that. Yeah, I guess that would make sense, especially if you're a small brewery like. You're spending your whole time trying to perfect a recipe, so no point to make a whole bunch of one. In uh, in like defense of you trying to figure it out, I on the reviews, a lot of people say I can't quite put my finger on the taste. <laughs> it's like three people say that, and obviously the people who post on here are complete animals. So yeah, just like us. So. Well, they actually know a lot more about beer than we do, but yeah, true. They. But who knows if they could tell the difference between a Miller Lite and another <laughs> That's true. Another beer. Like I can. Yeah. So let's not get too carried away. Yeah. But all right. Um we talk about NBA, I guess. Yeah. That's a terrible transition. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the Raptors won in six, right? Dom predicted it. Yeah. Six games. Yeah. Um don't really know. I watched the game, but it wasn't. I mean, I guess it was a pretty exciting game, but I honestly don't remember that much of it. Yeah, it was a little bit ago, I guess. Yeah, it feels like it's been over forever. Well, remember Clay got hurt. Yeah. Okay. He so, tore his ACL. So one of the yeah, which I was like giving him shit, saying, "Oh, come on, it's just because KD got hurt that they're keeping him out." <laughs> well, anyways, yeah. we, we I want to spend just a minute about the craziest rule. If you get hurt, and this, oh yeah, I forgot about this. That. May only be the NBA. We're not exactly sure, but we thought Van Gundy was just completely full of shit. So as it's going to commercial, Clay Thompson gets hurt, lands on his knees, going up for a dunk, lands on his knee, looks kind of bad. Looks kind of more like a hyperextension. You never know with an ACL though. Like it doesn't yeah. always have to look crazy. It could just snap and yeah. Like KD's Achilles, you like okay, you can see that. Like you can't really <laughs> saw his entire leg move. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, but <laughs> but Clay gets hurt and he's limping around and he's like, man, I gotta go to the locker room. Well, he got fouled. So as they're going to commercial, Van Gundy's like, 
Um, Clay, if he doesn't come back and shoot these free throws because he's the one shooting the free throws, then he can't come back in the game. And it's mid-third quarter. Yeah. And Clay had played freaking, like, well. So And he's Clay Thompson, so, like, they don't, you know, they and they already have KD out. <clears throat> so we're at commercial break texting. We're like, what the hell is Van Gunny talking about? Can that seriously be a rule? An absurd mm-hmm. rule. Yeah, I, I thought he was just making it up when he was talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, like maybe like the rule normally is you can choose somebody like off the bench, the opposing team. I forget the exact rule in college basketball, but yeah, because it it happens more than right. You'd think probably right. But college, obviously, they can come back because I'm sure Mm. it's happened. Well, anyway, so Clay gets halfway down the tunnel. They let him know that somebody on the Golden State staff must come running at him. So he comes back. Cans both his free throws. Then he goes to the locker room because of this heinous rule. And uh, he's running around, and I'm thinking he's coming back. Never does. Um, Anyways. When when he came back up for the free throws, I was like, okay, he's probably okay. They're just going to check him out, and then he'll be back. But after that, yeah, he went back in, and that was the end. That was the end. And then you hear Doris say uh, he's out for the game and knew it was going to be tough. Somehow, some way. Golden State stayed in the game with Steph doing absolutely nothing in the fourth quarter. Um, they were they were relying on all sorts of crazy guys. Iguodala, yeah. um, Boogie was in there, tired as hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boogie's awesome, but uh, I forget who else was even making buckets for him. Draymond was playing pretty well, although he had a million turnovers. I think Quinn Cook maybe hit a three, yeah, or something. Like so that, they but... kept it close and actually had a. Decent look on a wild out of bounds play to uh to win the game at the end with with Steph, but uh, the Raptors win it. So Dom called it on the last cast, predicted it. First ever beer bath podcast <laughs> correct prediction, I think. To recap on my last week, I had Bruins winning two to one. I think they lost four to one. So the Blues were the Stanley Cup champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Tony Finau as my uh, pick to. I don't know if it's not really my pick to win. I would have picked Brooks. Um, but my uh, underdog but your sleeper, betting, your betting pick, my betting pick, he didn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> and then I forget what else, but I have one more incorrect one. Um, so it's a good thing I'm not, I'm not betting or <laughs> yeah. playing yeah. for real. But uh, the Raptors win, so this is what we we wanted to get to, and you know we were, we'll talk about the the parade or, and stuff like that. But the Raptors win. Uh, it kind of was anticlimactic because of foul and they delayed the ending, but still you won the freaking championship. Um, mm-hmm. you won the NBA title and they're running or like they're excited for like a second. You see them like screaming and then they're just like walking around. I get that. It's on the <laughs> opponent. Like an- <laughs> I get that. It's on the opponent's court, but who cares? Yeah. It was just like a normal post game at one point. They were just like shaking hands and like. Getting ready to go off the court and stuff. Yeah, we're, I was like, I just, "What?" I don't know. It was weird. It was super weird, and like, I don't, I don't quite. I, I mean, teams win on the road all the time. It's not like uncommon at all. Obviously, teams win the titles on the road. And St. Louis did it, um, and we'll get into the NHL. But yeah, I think it. I think it kind of has to do with Kawhi. Like when you have a great player who has that mindset, it's kind of hard to be you know, as reckless maybe as you want to be when your stud is yeah, just like a robot. Yeah, I was going to say, he's like a robot and he's a star player. So it's like 
He's like their like big brother that you don't really want to piss off, right. like for being too crazy. Like he'd just get really mad at you or something, yeah. and just beat the shit out of you. Yeah, he just like look at you weird, like, dude, what are you doing? It's like, dude, we just won. We won the championship, the first ever in the history of Toronto. Like, okay, I would be going absolutely insane, and like, but they. I'm glad though they finally. Some of the, you know, actually had real celebration in the locker room and stuff. I was like, yeah, it was very. But also after there was a there's a video that was going around on social media after the game of they were about to do an interview, Kyle Lowry and uh, Kawhi. And Kawhi walks in with the MVP trophy and he just like hands it to Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> he's like here. It's like it's just I don't know, he's such a weird human I, I feel know, like. I know they were talking about how much they like him on the last cast, which I do. I mean, I like him. He's a great player, yeah. but I mean, I would love to have him on the team, but it's like, dude, he's I have an ounce of personality. Like he doesn't have <laughs> yeah. a single like get excited. It's almost like you you like you want him to you're like, dude, get excited, man. Come on, you just won the title and the MVP. <laughs> yeah. You came here specifically for this reason to win a title, and you're just like, uh, I'm going to go home and tell my family I, I I had a good work trip or something like that. <laughs> what I was what I was talking about is it reminds me of like a video game when it's like panning out, and Kevin Harlan's like, and your Toronto Raptors are the 2019 NBA champions. Way to go, Toronto. And like there's <laughs> like just the fake crowd animation, like putting their hands up and down and your players are jumping in the middle with no one else on the court and then it just <laughs> and then it just and then it just goes right to off season. You're like, all right, that was tight. Like I won the Sim title. Off season. <laughs> all right, I got the draft now and I gotta I gotta try and re sign my guys. But um yeah, it was just a very odd scene. Uh it would have been it would have been great uh if it was in Toronto because, you know, they're obviously wild, but um but yeah, it was a it was a strange scene for sure. The one thing I want to talk about before we get into the other title and then um, with the Blues and talk about that is, did you see the video of Serge and Kawhi, Serge Ibaka? Uh, in like that car? Yeah, they're in like a Bentley or something in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. And Serge, so I, I'm interested in what you think on this. And this kind of moves Kawhi up in the cool coolness scale if it if it's actually true. Which mm-hmm. which I think it is. So Serge Ibaka is like selfie videoing himself, saying something crazy because he's got an accent, and then and then he pans to Kawhi, but you only see Kawhi's upper body in his head, and he's like, yeah, yeah like saying something <laughs> like that. He's I, I forget. Both of his hands are down in his yeah, lap. Both of his hands are down in his lap. You can clearly see that he was looking at something, and his hands were <laughs> yeah. kind of fidgeting. So obviously he was rolling a fatty up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was definitely rolling it up. So that I think there's there's less than uh 1% chance that he wasn't. Otherwise, I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, so um we yeah, I mean, I don't know what else he was doing. So everyone's like, "Well, his right hand is not next to it." And then like, "Dude, have you seen his hands? He was definitely rolling it with one hand." <laughs> I mean, I don't have a lot of experience in it, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but I thought that was pretty cool. So some points for Kawhi, um, on that. Also, did you see the video going around of the fake Kawhi? That yeah. Everybody yeah. Was like, I was like, I was like, I don't understand. Like, obviously maybe you're not a Toronto fan, but you probably are. If you're at the parade, you're there for some reason. But first of all, he doesn't look anything like real Kawhi. No. He's like, he's like 10 inches shorter 
He doesn't look anything like him, and he just had a Kawhi jersey on, like Kawhi would be wearing his jersey around, walking around amongst <laughs> by, the people in by the himself. <laughs> yeah, you imagine those people like, dude, Ka- Kawhi. Would actually, I bet they don't even know it's those people can't know it's Kawhi. Do you think? No. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, some some people blow my mind. They're like, "Oh, dude, Kawhi's out here. He's got his jersey on. I know it's him. He's got cornrows. He looks nothing like him, but he's got a Kawhi jersey on. He has cornrows. And cornrows yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like classic trick the white people, basically. Pretty much into thinking that. But the other title that went down since our last podcast, um, the other group talked about it a little bit but uh it was the blues st louis blues winning and i think we can agree i think they talked about it on pmt too is that hockey by far the best celebration post game yeah of uh, any sport not even 10 percent. like it's not, not even close yeah <clears throat> so they um for for those of you a lot of people probably don't watch hockey but essentially what happens is you win Everyone rushes the goalie, basically, since it wasn't a game-winning goal or anything like that. So everyone rushes to the ice and because uh, there's a lot of people on the bench in hockey. So they all rush and maul each other, and you know they're going crazy, screaming. But then about you know 10 minutes later, 5, 10 minutes later, they bring out the cup on the ice. And um, a tradition is they have the captain. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's the captain. Yeah, so Batman, who everyone boos to the whole crowd, <laughs> even when they're at home. So even when the even when the Hawks won at home, everyone booed Batman as he came out and gave <laughs> gave the trophy to the captains. So the captain comes, gets the Stanley Cup, picks it up over his head, and uh, like skates around, and then they yeah. they call out, you know, the next person to pass it to. Um, mm. But the best part is you, you want to talk about. It. I don't remember who it was, but on and I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was a a full blown. Uh, I I can't remember if it was let's fucking go or fucking right. They fucking all right. said yeah. it though. It wasn't just <laughs> yeah. one guy. It was literally every guy. And yeah, but one was clear as day <laughs> on TV. I was dying. It was one of the first few, and then they obviously started to bleep it out. And um, Doc Emmerich was trying to talk over it. <laughs> Like kind of like <laughs> yeah, he's like, isn't that special? Or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, he's like telling their background. He's like, oh, he's got you know his his you know his family in Saskatoon or wherever <laughs> is watching on a you know a 1980 Canadian TV and you know he's whatever and uh, yeah. he's like talking about it and the guy's like fucking right with a fucking chance. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. absolutely screaming his lungs out. But I mean. I, if you even if you're a child, like no one's really like, like are you offended by that? Like, come on, like that's I think it's amazing. Obviously, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Well, I mean, just to see, not that like screaming the f bomb is awesome, but just to see, <laughs> just like to see their emotion, like how happy everybody is after winning a championship that they can't contain themselves is pretty awesome. Right? Yeah. Not that, not that you would try to after winning a championship. Yeah, it's not necessarily. Like, not necessarily Cookie Monster style of just screaming the F word like, <laughs> yeah. right in your ear um, when you're sitting on the couch. But uh, this actually, you know, if, if that's what comes out, you know, if other guys just scream, like, imagine, I, I, 
just screaming like ah that would be a- <laughs> yeah, just not actually saying words but actually screaming <laughs> that would be incredible too i'm not sure if if any uh if anybody did that but um i wasn't too mad i don't like st louis um no one in kansas kansas city likes st louis either but um, yeah but it seemed like a lot of people from kansas city were cheering for them since it's close or something i don't know why yeah but, well they don't I, have a I saw team. my home I, I saw Mahomes was cheering for him the whole time, and yeah, a bunch of other Kansas City people were super happy. But I yeah. kind of get that since there's that's the closest team, but still, it's St. Louis, right? Yeah, I mean, like, there's no possible way Mahomes could get away with cheering for the Cardinals if they were in the World Series. No, no, You're, yeah, they would just drop them. <laughs> yeah, Kansas City fans would not be happy about that in the slightest. But um. But yeah, so the the Blues won it and um wasn't too mad. Uh I don't I mean Boston, you know, obviously it's like Boston can F off. So now we're officially done with both of those sports. We talked about it last time I was coming to an end. Um now we're officially done. Before we move into the US Open, one thing I want to talk about is uh parades. So they had the uh they had the two title parades over the past few days. And I think the Blues messed up by doing it on a Saturday. So let me tell you why. So obviously it's sweet for the fans. You don't Mm -hmm. have to take a day off, everything like that. But it doesn't get the kind of pub it would on a weekday. Like that's true. You know, like I didn't really, I didn't, I wasn't doing much on Saturday. So I I did like see it on Twitter. But uh, you don't get as much traction on social media doing it on a Saturday as you would on a on a Friday. Cause you know, on a Friday, uh, there's probably a lot of people like us that are texting like, dude, look at how wasted bread hole is right now. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and he was proud. That's as wasted as I've seen like a human that Any has human to talk, that has to that talk was standing upright. <laughs> so I think he was trying to say, let's go blues. And he kept saying, um, something like, uh, we want blue. And, <laughs> yeah. and he was trying to get the whole crowd to chant it, and obviously the whole crowd's like, "What the hell is he saying?" He was also he was trying to sing because their song is that Gloria song or whatever. Right. <laughs> right. He was trying to sing that. It wasn't anywhere close to what the actual song sounded <laughs> no. like, which no. is hilarious. No, yeah, which is it. It was incredible. And then uh, I don't know if you've seen the barstool guy with the chinchilla um, mm-hmm. that he has. Brett Hall had it at one point and was just trying to keep it. during one of the games but uh yeah the parades were were pretty cool those those are always sweet uh i don't think think toronto had like they said the estimates were insane for the amount of people that were there yeah because it was all in entire canada and also toronto itself is massive yeah toronto is massive and toronto like i people say it's really cool so like i mean a lot of stuff is filmed there in in toronto so uh i mean it's obviously a, a big big city we just treat it like i mean in the united states you're like oh whatever toronto like you know who the hell but it's like a mile it's like a few miles from buffalo so it's not yeah it's not far and curtis and i were looking it up one one day because we were curious how big it was and i think it i don't know where it ranks among if it was in the u.s where it'd be but it was definitely top five yeah i was gonna say it's it's probably just below like houston and stuff in in the in the rankings but Mm -hmm. um you, have you ever been to a championship parade? Did you go to the Royals? No, I didn't, but that was probably because it was a weekday. 
Right. Because, yeah, that was a... And it was insane because people were parking like miles out on the interstate just to try and get anywhere close. <laughs> so that was sounded not very fun to me. But yeah, so that I mean that parade obviously looked cool. I saw it on on uh, all the social media. So that was fifteen, correct? Two thousand fifteen. Yeah. Were you still in school? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, uh, okay. That would have been you my didn't first. You didn't have any days off at the bank anyways. So. No, I don't think so. No, I was definitely working at the bank. But I remember we we went down to Aggieville and watched most of the games. Oh, okay. Yeah, but. so um, that's obviously cool. I went to the Blackhawks, and you talked about parking. We just uh, took the train down there, so uh, it was actually super easy. And then you get off at Union, and you could basically walk anywhere, and the parade route was there. So mm-hmm. the parade itself... Um, and I was with my dad, so I wasn't drinking or anything. But the parade itself, not that cool because they come by on the big bus trolleys. Yeah, and you I was see the say, I don't think it would be that that exciting to actually see. Maybe to be there, but not like entertaining to right. watch them drive by and bus. Right, right, yeah. Like it, it would be. It's cool to be down with you know with everyone and celebrating, but. I don't know. Like you see it go by, you're like, yeah, okay. Like that's it. The thing that was cool was they had a pep rally of sorts at Soldier Field, and some guy actually came down while we were watching the parade because the pep rally only hold, you know, Soldier only holds sixty thousand, and they were only letting like twenty thousand in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, there's hundreds of thousands at the parades, so. Yeah. They had free tickets, but you had to like win a lottery basically for them, like whenever a, a day before the parade. And so me and my dad didn't win. Some guy came down from a high rise and he's like, hey, uh, do you guys want these two passes to the pep rally or the rally or whatever they called it? Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to give it to two drunk uh, like high school kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, all right, shit. Yeah. So we went to that and that was actually sick because that's where they all spoke yeah, uh, Kate, Patrick Kane said because uh, in 2015 they they were giving him a bunch of like he had given a bunch of shit. They're like, all right, he needs to grow up, like because he's immature. And they said uh, <clears throat> so. Anyways, he was super calm 2015, and then he gets up to the mic and he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, everybody's been talking about how subdued and calm I've been. Watch out for me this summer, though. <laughs> Just like gets <laughs> off the mic, so. <laughs> I didn't hear I didn't hear too many of the individual blues players speak uh on it but they say some I mean obviously the hockey players are animals so they just say the craziest things. Yeah, they say whatever they want to cuz I I saw one clip of one of the blues players he got up there and he's it was like kind of sentimental at first and then he's like do you want me to show some fucking emotion <laughs> and, he, and I can't remember what he did after that but he's like let's fucking go. Well the the thing is like the crowd for the most part like, a lot of people are pretty drunk. It's awesome when the players are drunk, too. I saw, uh, back to the Raptors, Norman Powell, Norm Powell, just one of the <laughs> backup guys. He was wasted. He poured a, poured a beer on the reporter's head. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that was a pretty good time. So I enjoyed it, but, um, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, yeah, I went to it, but I mean, it's not like, I don't know. If you didn't go to it, it's fine. Like you can still be a fan. It's not like you missed yeah. out on. No, I, I remember watching it on TV, and that was probably better just because you could see everything. Yeah. Right. I do. I do. It does suck that I missed the Cubs parade. So I already had tickets down to K State for a, a football game. So I I did miss the Cubs parade in 2016. That would have been one. 
Yeah, um, that would have been one for the ages. For I think probably. it was. I think it was on a Friday, so it's kind of perfect. You just take off Friday and you're right into the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so that uh, that did, did they have that one downtown too? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I, like I'm not downtown or oh, like out at near Wrigley. Wrigley. Yeah, I'm not sure if they. T- ah, I would have to look that up. That's a good point. I'm I'm not sure if they. Uh, that'd be a, that would... that'd be a long route though. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Who knows? Yeah, doesn't who knows? really matter. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's three years ago now, but um, yeah, that is is cool. Obviously, that many people—it's insane to even move around. If you've been to concerts or things like that, as you get older, you kind of, kind of uh, just get pissed at people get, running get, into you constantly. Yeah, especially since I was sober at that one. But uh, mm-hmm. one of the things I want to talk about on that would be so we always dream about. Um, K-State winning a, a football or, or basketball championship. So what would the parade be like and where, I guess, what would we do? So like, let's huh? say, Do they, has there ever been such a thing as like a parade for there teams? <laughs> there'd have to be, right? <laughs> I don't know. I've never I'm seen trying one. trying to think of, yeah, I've never seen one either. So I don't know like what they, what the protocol is there i'm not sure but i feel like something would have to happen in ag from the stadium to aggieville yeah first of all aggieville would have to be burnt down yeah it would self it would self combust though yeah so aggieville's already in rubble so that kind (laughs) of takes that out of the parade route (laughs) so Um, it's not as fun anymore there's no bars yeah there's no bars everything's just concrete and Basically, you know that picture from 1865 where they show Aggieville? That's what it looks yeah. like now. Yeah. It's just dirt. <laughs> it's just straight dirt. It's foundation. Um, but in reality, if they did come down, see, yeah, you're right. Like, they couldn't even have it down the street of Aggieville because the capacities on all the buildings and the roads, right, wouldn't be possible. Yeah, well. I mean, they've had stuff. I mean, they have New Year's in Aggieville, and they far exceed the capacity. I'm pretty sure. Right. Like, well, in our hypothetical, but it would be way crazier than that. In our hypothetical, we'll say the whole Aggieville is open, and then they do like a final, like rally at the stadium, right? Yeah. It well, probably have to be at the stadium. We're also. I'm also forgetting. This is some. If we're doing football, this is sometime in January. <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> well, I remember, uh, so it wasn't like a parade or anything, but when we won the Big 12 in 2003, um, they had the New Year's thing down in Aggieville, and they showed the um, video, the original stand-up video <laughs> oh, wow. that started everything. <laughs> they showed that video on like the big screens, and they had like fireworks and stuff, which was pretty awesome. Oh, that's but- tight. It wasn't. It wasn't anywhere close to a parade, but it was okay. still like a little celebration, I guess. So K State will have the first title parade whenever they win a title. I don't know if they do crop judging parades or not. Probably wouldn't get the same turnout. No, they um, just take the tractors around and drive them around. That's pretty. That'd be pretty sick. What yeah. I feel like what would be sick is if think about this. So a parade aside for the celebration, you somehow because in Kansas it can be warm in January sometimes. So Say we win the championship. Not very often, but every <laughs> once in a while. We'll say they will in our hypothetical. Got somehow extremely lucky. So we got a 50-degree day, okay, January. So mm-hmm. just had won the championship, and then they're like, all right, here's what's going to happen. We're going to have on Friday, January 16th, will be the uh, tailgate and party 
So you yeah. still do tailgate like a game, and then you come in, and the, like the players all come out, and it's just wild. Yeah, that would, that would, that would probably be the best way to do it justice. Could, could you imagine a massive ta- tailgate party? Do you imagine tailgating before like you already won? That would be sick. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be so sick. And like players are walking out amongst the like tailgate. Oh my gosh, what an idea! We just have to win a title. Yeah, this is it's it's set in stone. All but for winning a title. Oh. So we got it figured out. We got the just hard to part win a title done. now. We got the hard part done. Just got to win the title. But for real, like I think that would be a sweet idea. Not gonna work because most likely there's six inches of snow and two inches of ice. Um, so you'd have to have something in the basketballs. It would be lame, but yeah, you can't. I don't know. There's no way you could do that in Bramlage. No, not no. enough space. But I would tough it out in the cold, to be honest. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, in January, it's kind of hit or miss whether there's snow or not. But we had some pretty late November cold games before, right? That we suffered through. So <laughs> well, last year we had a cold September game against Mississippi State, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, w- I was thinking about that, and it, now that you brought it up, I don't remember parades. I, maybe there are; they're just like not, you know. Yeah, well, there's not going to be like millions of people <laughs> like there was at Toronto's parade. But yeah, it would be wi- it would be wild though. And if you think about it, the last few college football playoff winners were Alabama and Clemson, and they right. won them. So it's not it's like nothing new to them. Right. If K State wins one. <laughs> We probably have to build a new football stadium because that would be in complete shambles yeah. too. Because obviously, I mean, would they have if K State was in the Natty? Would do you think they would like just put it on the jumbotron at Bill Snyder and try and fill that thing up? So that's a good idea. So we were talking about that. This is more realistic because we don't have to have one. We just had to have made it to the playoffs. I mm-hmm. think they probably would because I would t- I would go down tailgate and then watch in inside. Yeah, that would be that amazing t- with a bunch of fans. I mean, are, they do that for the NBA. Like, when they're on the road, they had their arena open. Are those screens big enough now? Yeah, I think they would be. I'd have to make sure I have my glasses. That's for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be struggling or watching on my phone. Um, but we we do always talk about a game. <laughs> if you're watching on your phone, then you'd be on the delay and get super <laughs> pissed at everybody again, like in real life. Yeah, they're like right next to me in the stands. Like, dude, guys, come on. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, Spoilers. Quit. Quit, quit cheering! I gotta, gotta watch this on my own. I gotta pretend like this is live. Although we say that it would be sick to do, but at the same time, I'd be so nervous that if I wasn't at the game, I think I would have to be in a setting. You know yeah. what I mean? It would have to be. It would have to be a blowout game for me to actually get really excited yeah. and not just crapping my pants <laughs> with about to vomit. <laughs> so, in case. Anyone on the K-State uh, athletics media marketing team, we've got it all figured out, so we just need uh, Kleiman to bring us a title or Brucey. Uh, yeah, we, we also figured out a couple podcasts ago paying NCAA athletes, so I'm not quite sure why somebody hasn't hired us away yet yeah, to that, solve all their problems. That is pretty insane about how like no one has heard that snippet. I would, yeah. I would assume <clears throat> they'd be right on that, but... Uh, the NCA has a million other rules or a million other things to worry about that Kurt and I talked about a couple podcasts ago. True. All right. So speaking of K-State, I'll do the transition here. Whoa. Whoa. Thankfully, you did it because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> speaking of K-State and just the state of Kansas, Gary Whoa. Woodland is your 2019 U.S. Wow. Open champion. Gary Let Woodland. Me- 
I was on the edge of my seat there because I wasn't sure where you're going with that transition, but it was pretty incredible. Oh, you're welcome. And so uh, Gary Woodland is the U.S. Open champion. Top city. They said it at the beginning. Top city on the map. They said it multiple times. They said it when they handed him the trophy, too, from Topeka, Kansas. Yeah, so that part was super cool. I was – I didn't – I mean, I kind of know that they say – the area but you don't really think about it because it's always like windermere florida or like <laughs> california and texas yeah and then it's just topeka kansas <laughs> um so that was pretty cool uh to hear that at the beginning before his round we we were all texting about it uh so gary woodland won he was you no know, pretty much controlled most of sunday there was a few times where brooks tied it up or got within one but i mean brooks was back a few so he had to come he had to go he when the fr- round started on Sunday, it looked like Brooks was no doubt winning because he was going insane. He was four. He was four under, I believe, through the first seven or eight holes to tie Gary at eleven under because Brooks started at seven or, or so. So uh, he tied it. I was like, man, he's going to shoot sixty four and win this thing, and it's going to be nuts. So I was cheering for Brooks because uh, the three peat, three straight U.S. Opens would have been absolutely insane. Um, I like Brooks. Uh, he's been on a, some people think he's boring or whatever. I don't know. He's, he was on pardon my take and he's pretty good. He's pretty good sport and he's pretty funny. Gary Woodland also a super good guy. (laughs) Um, so it's not like Gary Woodland's a bad guy or anything like that. My, I would have been cheering. So this is kind of what I want to talk about. Um, because besides the golf, there's, there's nothing super exciting, right? In the round that happened. Yeah, so I missed since Sunday was Father's Day. We yeah. were having dinner like during, so I I got back in time for the last two holes or so. But I missed a lot of the middle stuff where um, Gary he, looked like he was maybe falling apart for a little bit. And then yeah, he so so he had one bogey, um, like he he bogeyed like everyone bogeyed nine, and then he had a bogey, maybe another one. But there was at one point where it looked like he was teetering, but then he would he still was jarring putts and, and made a, an insane par on a hole where he went from rough to rough to like rough to rough to rough and then just made a bomb of a putt. So he, he righted the ship pretty quick on that. It did look like he was teetering, uh, starting the back nine, but, uh, that, that was kind of short lived. It, it didn't, the drama didn't help that Justin Rose, who was in the final group, fell off completely. Yeah, he was uh, non-existent. Yeah, he, he played he played very poorly on Sunday. Actually, he played well which, to start. He tied it, and then he fell off. Which is surprising because, or not surprising, I should say, because they were talking about his stats. It was an anomaly that he was even in the final grouping because he had, like, all of his stats, he, he, he only hadn't had 50% hit many of fairways. Yeah, he hadn't hit greens or fairways, really. So it made no sense how he was even up there in the first yeah. place. Yeah, he had hit 50% of fairways. So, yeah, it was it was wild. The crazy stat that Cray um, mentioned to me and I, I saw as well is that Gary Woodland was 150-something in putting for the year. And he was the best putter. I don't know if he ended one or two, but he ended up like in the top two or three in the field of strokes gained putting or overall putting. So he went from like, you get on those hot streaks and that's obviously how you can, you can win a tournament. So Mm -hmm. he, uh, he, he played amazing. He putted amazing. I mean, he, he was pretty good overall. His stingers are legendary. Yeah. They're Uh, unreal. 
that, I mean, we can just hit that low bullet five iron that. I love how he like pauses almost a little bit up at the top of his backswing, and then he his downswing is like it seems like way faster almost, and then he yeah. just stings it, and it just like goes for eternity yeah. to so, the moon. I wish I wish they could have. Uh, it looks like a, like a jet, like a jet taking off because the mm-hmm. ball just stays like on that low path and just phew, like zooms away. I wish you could get a better visual of that. They have good cameras on um, some, just like YouTube and, and other videos where you can actually see the ball. Um, mm-hmm. That's the thing that kind of sucks about watching golf. So you don't really have any clue. But um, for him winning, so. Uh, and I talked about this in the text, and obviously you guys were kind of destroying me. So I was saying, so I was cheering for Brooks, and it's not that I hate Gary Woodland at all. Like good guy, I think he he had uh, what what was the name of the um, that he plays for the folding? I forget, but it's oh, folds of honor, I folds think. of honor. So it's like all oh, really good stuff, and he had the thing uh, at the uh, waste management, waste management, yeah, which was really cool. Um, that the special needs girl made a par, which is insane. Yeah, just destroyed bunker shot too. Uh, (laughs) but uh, yeah, so he's cool. But I mean, I just I couldn't. So I I wouldn't have been cheering for him if he had gone to say random college X because I wanted Brooks to win three in a row, and I like when guys come from behind at the end. Uh, Yeah. But <laughs> obviously, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just I, I don't know. I, I I mean, he did still go to KU and that'll always I mean, that'll I don't know. I, I just couldn't bring myself like I told you, I was like, I actually don't hate him at all. Like I like him. I just I mean, he went to KU. So I'm just thinking like how many times have I like been so pissed and said all this stuff about KU and then imagining somebody on the other side saying the same stuff about K-State. And then, I don't know, it's just a rival thing, and, and I couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't have had any rooting interest in him if he was from, like, Arizona and went to KU and played golf. I wouldn't. I, it would be different. But the I fact that you, he yeah. was from, he went to Shawnee Heights. His, his brother had a Shawnee Heights. I, I don't know if it was his brother. I was just making that up. Somebody that was with his family was wearing a Shawnee Heights hat, and uh, he played. Uh, he went to Washburn for a little bit and played basketball. Which there's a couple of videos of him out out there of him just absolutely stroking, three stroking Jays. <laughs> but yeah, I wish he didn't go to KU because, I mean, I still obviously was rooting for him pretty hard, but it would have made it way easier if he went, if he was from Topeka or something, and still, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where. He basically could have gone anywhere but Washburn. At that point. If he just <laughs> yeah. went to Washburn. If he just stayed at Washburn to play golf or something. Played basketball and golf. Yeah. So the story was about basketball is that he had to guard Kirk Heinrich. This is what he told, right? Did you hear that one? <laughs> yeah. He's like, they're like, when did you give up basketball? He's like, oh, I had to guard Kirk Heinrich. I'm assuming it was in an exhibition, Washburn versus KU. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that was the case. Yeah. And uh, then he's like, oh, okay, no point. Uh, to to do this anymore kirk heinrich obviously a long time nba player after that but almost joke on him because gary's a major champion now true so maybe kirk heinrich should have said wow i should probably be golfing like this (laughs) (laughs) yeah now it was pretty cool i guess to see him win it just because he's been close to 
and to see him break through was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, the hardest thing in golf, they always say, is to be the leader on the last day of the tournament. And uh, <clears throat> he managed to do that. And the coolest thing was he canned his putt on 18. Oh, man. Which was unreal. So he had a huge celebration because it was probably, I don't even know how long it was. It, was it had probably, to be 35. Yeah, I was going to say 30-plus feet for his birdie to seal the deal. Just dead, dead center, never doubt, canned it. Which Jarred pretty, it, which is yeah. sweet. And then Justin Rose still had to finish up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At that point, if I was Justin Rose, I would have thrown my clubs into Pebble Beach or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, he still unfortunately couldn't do that because he still had to get his payday. Couldn't take yeah, a DQ. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a sick way to end. And that's why we were... I was just, I mean, 0.1% sadder that Tiger missed his putt uh, on in the Masters. Mm-hmm. Because like it, it just makes it cool to win at the end. It's just like a, a kind of like a field goal, like not quite because kickers aren't the same. But making a shot, <laughs> a team, a team that makes a shot at the end of the game to win, like is always so sick, you know. Like so, mm-hmm. um, so it, it just it just puts the cap on it. I would say, yeah, straight from Wild Horse to the beaches of Pebble. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder, he definitely went there when he was in college. Oh, sure. 100%. He's probably been to K-State. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I texted you guys. I was wonder, I was like, I wonder if he's played uh, Colbert. He definitely has. Definitely. I think his, his bag is up in <clears throat> the clubhouse there. Wonder so what I'm his, sure he's played. Yeah, I wonder what his score is there. Probably like three over because it's impossible. That's true. <laughs> that's true. He's like, he gets on there. He's like, actually, Pebble is a lot easier than the Burt. <laughs> yeah it's like what did you do to train for this he's like oh, i went back to manhattan kansas played the bird a couple times it was a cake now <laughs> it made this seem like child's play the court yeah. so everyone was i heard some people like mad about the course i don't like the scores weren't that crazy and the course is still hard i don't know it's just not it's not as long as a lot of other courses um that yeah, they play it has, well it has some really long holes well, par fours at least. Yeah, the par fives are not long. The par fives are probably the easiest par fives on. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I think, but. I'm still fine with those scores though. Like I don't like people. Yeah, who well, it's really... not fun. It's not fun when you watch guys out there struggling to make par every hole. Yeah, every hole. Like it's one thing. It's like okay, like, because like when you think about it, they said only 28 players finished under par for the week. So, I mean, that's 28. Yeah. Those are the best players in golf, and only 28 <laughs> of them finished under par. And if you would have had the guys who got cut kept playing, like, they would have finished so far over par. So, it's not like it's not like well, everyone I, was destroying. <laughs> they had that amateur, I forget what his name was, that shot like uh, I think he shot an 86 on <laughs> oh, yeah. Saturday or something like that. He finished 20 over for the tournament. Yeah, poor guy. Bjornsson, yeah. Bjornsson or something. <laughs> yeah, something crazy like that. Something absurd. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Uh, yeah. With that, while so. we're while we're on golf, I want to talk about. Uh, so Phil Mickelson is obviously a social media phenomenon now because he finally got on Twitter and got an Instagram. But um, right before I was coming over, he tweeted out a video. And he calls it Fireside with Phil, but Fireside spelled with a PH, obviously. <laughs> but he was just sitting there and he has a candle going and he's telling a story. And uh, I can't remember what 
tournament, the Memorial Tournament, I think he said it was, and he said it got delayed um, for some reason, and so they had to finish their round super late. But anyways, they were on a hole, and he saw the official out there cutting a new hole in the green, and he's like, no, 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 we have to finish our round, you can't do that, because um, it would be a penalty if they finished at a different hole than what the tournament started at, I don't, I don't know, the yeah. crazy rules Yeah, it makes all. sense with the delays, yeah. okay, yeah. But he's out there cutting the hole and Phil's like, no, 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 don't do that. And then the guy like acknowledged him and he's like still cutting the hole and Phil like went up a little further and said, no, we have to finish. And he acknowledged him again and he kept cutting the hole. <laughs> and so Phil like finally ran up to him and was like, we have to finish the round. Don't do that. And he said, the official finally said, he's like, well, somebody took a dump in the other hole. <laughs> <laughs> So that's how it ended. So I don't know what happened after that, but somebody took a steamy one in, in the in the actual hole, so they had to cut a new one. Mo City, you think it was a human? I, I, I probably. Yeah, probably that's during tr- the delay, there was no one out there to see what was going on, so somebody had to go. <laughs> Might as well go in there. I just imagine somebody sitting crisscross applesauce on the green, just taking a dump in the hole. Do you think they left a flag in? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> It's two-stroke penalty Adam back in those days. Adam Scott style. It's definitely <laughs> Adam Scott if the pin was in. Yeah, but that would have been a penalty back in those days. So That's a good point. That's a good point. You can't mow with the pin in. <laughs> yeah, if your mow hits any part of the pin, stroke penalty. Stroke penalty, unless you're off the green. And in that case, <laughs> if you're true. off the green, that's an insane mow shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One bouncer, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> One hopper in off the flagstick. Skipping it. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, all right. I think we'll I think wrap up. We'll yeah, wrap I think up. that's probably good with that. Um, all right. Well, loop, or Luponic Distortion IPA Series number 12. Apparently, I'm feeling a little loopy after drinking this. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I say the same thing about every single IPA, so I'm trying to think of something new to say, but I can't think of anything. So it was average. Didn't taste tangerine. <laughs> it didn't taste tangerine. Definitely didn't taste strawberry gummy. Gummy. Um, no honeydew. Um, just your pretty standard run the mill IPA, as far as I'm concerned. What? Which is. It still was good. It's not like I w- wouldn't drink it, which is also what I say about every other IPA. But um, I'll just I'll give it a I'll give it an eight. Ooh. Just your standard run the mill, right in the middle. Eight out of sixteen. Didn't do anything to stand out. No, not really. If it would have actually tasted like strawberry gummy, then it might have gave me something to think about. But yeah, eight eight out of sixteen for the Luponic. Distortion IPA number twelve, which is apparently way different than all the other n- numbers. That's right. So yeah, do you got any final thoughts? Uh, no, no, not really. I'm just stuck on that Phil's story of the guy mowing in the golf hole. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, well, we'll leave it. I think, uh, I think it's going to be us again on the Friday cast. Maybe joined by Dom. That's we'll right. See probably have something interesting to talk about 
but yeah, we'll leave it at that with uh, some guy taking a dump in the hole and uh, <laughs> Mo City.